This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome back to our, our podcast, our video cast. What do you call these things, Tony? Now that we're, we're, <laughs> we're uh, people can see us. Maybe they don't want to see us. But, uh, do we have faces for radio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe we should uh, just do the radio clip. So this is... Uh, uh, Road to Retirement, uh, Brookside Tax. I'm Chris Anselmo, the president. We also have uh, Tony, also known as AJ. Uh, oh, he's that's a, Tony, yeah. Yeah, that's Tony. So he's, uh, he's a financial there. advisor with us. And our co-host, uh, Mr. Radio himself, Tony Shore. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, we've got two Tonys today. This could get confusing, yeah. but you know what? You can never have too many Tonys. That's yeah. what I always say. My middle right. name is Anthony, so that's... Uh, but uh, oh, Mr. Yeah, Shore all there, these. he's got that radio voice. He, you know, if you ever call up uh, Gradient, he's the voice of Gradient. <laughs> so, uh, hey, it's going to be a hot one today. 85 in town, 95 in the valley. I suggest y'all play on the old jalopy and head on out to that beach. Yeah, well, it's only 10 here, I think, if that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's below zero where I'm at. I'm in Minnesota right now, and it's below zero. So, wow. Got that going for him, which is nice. Yeah. So we thought uh, this being the first podcast broadcast of the year um, that we would probably have like a little outlook for 2022 um, and maybe a little bit of recap of 2021 where we were. And uh, Tony's really, uh, Tony, my lad is, has his ear to the, uh, to the economy daily. So that's why we invited him for the show. Um, So Tony, uh, what what do you think of your, um, how did 2021 end up? I mean, 2021 under all the circumstances, Chris was, was pretty spectacular. Uh, you know, towards the end of the year, we thought from a market perspective and really from an, from an economic perspective too, this was going to change. And it did challenge some of our, our stronger years that we had in 2013 and 2019 as well. So, uh, markets finished over 27% for the year altogether. Business valuations remained high, but, you know, somewhat strong. And uh, long-term, markets are going to continue to uh, follow those fundamentals. So with everything that was going on with, um, you know, ex- COVID slash Omicron, uh, inflation concerns, uh, we had some foreign policy concerns, uh, all those things in, in 2021 really uh, the business valuations and fundamentals were, were kind of the trump card. If we, if we could just get those docs unloaded, what do you think, Tony? <laughs> yes, the supply <laughs> chain issues have yeah. been a huge, huge problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we were on California not too long ago, uh, Mr. Shore and I, and uh, yeah, um, I talked to some people out there in California about the docs, and they said it's really, um, it's not a labor supply problem. It's a problem with um, their tax laws, and they, they change their tax laws. So they want everybody on W-2s and a lot of the independent truckers aren't on W-2s so they can't come in and grab loads. So it's, it's kind of a mess. And uh, hopefully uh, 
somebody in California wise enough will step in and, and uh, you know, maybe have a 60 day uh, a freeze on that policy to get those those ships unloaded. But so, um, so Tony, what do you think? Uh, what, have, what have you heard? You talked to a lot of other advisors. Uh, what are they saying about the last year? Oh, yeah. Well, if you're asking me, I do talk to a lot of different financial advisors and you and I were at that financial conference in California, as you mentioned, and some of the top advisors from across the country got together. And of course, it was a lot of fun. It was in California. There was some great weather, but um, they all, you know, said, you know, they they predicted, I think, the or thought there would be a correction with the markets, as we've seen uh, here in January, at least. And, and you guys know more about that than I do. But, yeah, they, they all talk about the economy and things like that. But, of course, if you have a plan in place and it's a well-structured plan, uh, you don't need to worry about uh, market fluctuations as much, right? Right. And, and I think one thing to take away from this is that uh, is that we're on top of this and our money managers are on top of it. They're looking at it every day. So I wouldn't be in a panic that, you know, look, markets have to go up or down or they wouldn't be markets. I mean, if it always went up, right? And, and I right. always think like for, for our listeners, uh, you need us more when the market's volatile or when it's going down than you need when it's going, like when the roller coaster's going up, you don't need anybody. It's just, it's the panic on the way down where you need somebody to hold your hand. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and I think they are still a little um, skittish on bonds right now because of interest rates and inflation. So uh, um, portfolio wise, what are we looking at, Tony Jr.? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, as far as you mentioned before about needing us, not needing us as much when the markets are up, you're absolutely right. Uh, you, when you diversify, when you have assets managed, really that's a way of reducing your risk right there. So in time, in times of volatility, that's definitely going to help out. As far as uh, bonds go, reading some of the economic reports and things from Gradient to start the year, uh, we they really don't seem to think, and I, I have to agree, that bonds are going to be anywhere above uh, positive in 2022. We could even be looking at negative returns with interest rates going up. And just yesterday, we heard the Fed come out and say they're expecting to raise rates as soon as March. Now, whether we have three rate hikes this year, I've heard some people say four. Uh, they're going to go up slowly, but that's, you know, to address what is now the number one economic concern, which is no longer COVID, uh, it's inflation. Yeah, and inflation's been pretty low over the last decade, but now it's sneaking up there. So inflation's five or 6% and your bank products, your bonds are only paying you one. Right. You know, you, you got an issue, right? So um, we, we look for alternatives that try to, but people still want safety. So we do have to uh, concern ourselves with safety. So we, we do use some alternatives there, um, either alternative investments like uh, buffered products. We talked about on other shows or maybe uh, even uh, index annuities or index life insurance. So. Right. And you're still able to participate with those things. You just don't have as much uh, risk on the downside. Yeah. Um, taxes, taxes. <laughs> I don't know. It's tax season soon. I, I, I took my little golf trip uh, a week or so ago to get get out before tax season. But uh, tax season's right around the corner. I think actually the IRS just opened up the e-filing thing yesterday or the day before. So we're now able to do tax returns. But um we normally don't tell people to get them in until February because often what happens is people come in, 
early and they do their tax turn and then a week later they get another 1099 in the mail right so so hold off if you can the real question is did you do you golf worse when tax season is weighing on your mind <laughs> yeah well, i'll tell you what all of tech i have <laughs> for probably the last 20 years almost i have a golf trip planned on april 16th so the um, day after. <laughs> yeah so or, or 17 maybe so all tax season that's like my focus like get through tax season so i can get on my golf trip so because <laughs> uh, it's nice to get away when you know when the weather's breaking and I, I personally i don't mind it being winter during tax season because we can't enjoy the weather anyhow so hell with everybody and right around uh, april 1st i start hating people so <laughs> just just kidding but uh what else do you see anything um uh, you're telling clients right now where to position that uh, safe money? Yeah, I mean, you brought up a good point. Uh, we've talked about bonds. A lot of people will go to gold and precious metals uh, when things appear volatile, but yeah. rising interest rates don't help those things either. So, And, and there, I always tell people it's hard to liquidate them sometime. What are you going to walk into your uh, 7-Eleven and hand them a gold coin for your cup of coffee? Well, they'd love that. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to get, you're going to get change in gold? I mean, it's hard to find change right now. Anyhow, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the good part about uh, investing in it through a portfolio is, you know, you, you can invest in those solutions without actually having to maintain, obviously, the physical Right. For the listener, just two ways, right? You can buy a product or you can actually buy the physical gold or physical. Right. The physical one's tough because, you know, it you, have is, to, you have to house it somewhere. And correct. how do you, when you, when you take it physically to have to take it somewhere? Um, uh, what has Gradient said on uh, the outlook so far for next year? Have you heard anything from Gradient? Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, we're, we should be expecting some volatility in 22, you know, above and beyond, we've talked about a few things. Uh, we've addressed a lot of things that are are, are um, included in this volatility. It's also a midterm election year. And while this isn't a political uh, podcast, it's certainly going to weigh in on be. what the markets are going to be doing. There's a lot of uncertainty when you throw in uh, that into there as well. So there's going to be volatility. I don't expect bonds to come to the rescue. I don't think uh, precious metals are going to do the trick. I think this is just a great opportunity to make sure that your investments are aligned with your overall time frame and your goals. Yeah. Uh, we don't ever want to make investment decisions, especially over the long term, based on short term events. And I think our overall uh, policy is invest in quality, right? Um, you know, by the Googles, by the Amazons, by the IBMs of the world, the McDonald's and the, the Disney's and things like that. And, you know, God forbid, if all those were going under, there's a lot of worse stuff going on. Right. So oh, that's right. Um, and, yeah. and um, you know, we we you and I were talking earlier before the podcast about having everything, say, just in one stock uh, that that kind of lends itself to the diversification theory. If you have one stock like, say, UPS, UPS is a good company. They're a strong company, but it's still just one stock. Whereas if you have a whole portfolio allocated to many yeah. different companies, the chances of that whole portfolio, uh, you know, going down in flames is extremely uh, unlikely. And if it does, like you said, we have bigger problems. Yeah. And, and Mr. Sure, you might've seen it with other people. Like we'll, we'll have uh, several clients who it's probably not the right say fell in love with a stock or maybe they worked at a company and they got a lot of yep. stock and, you know, they retired and they love their XYZ stock Yep. I mean, it's a great stock. It's a great company. Like even Tony mentioned, um, 
uh, maybe UPS, but you know, the, the, you're risking your whole portfolio on one stock. I mean, there's, yeah. there's, you know, how many stocks out there? 10,000 stocks out there or so. So uh, yeah. we'd rather see it diversify a little more. You know, sure. Some of the issues it, it possibly is you might take a tax hit if you have to do that, but maybe not if it's in your uh, retirement plan. So if that stocks in your retirement plan, that would be, um, a good way to diversify without having to pay the taxes, get diversified before you uh, take it out of those, uh, those uh, tax deferred positions. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I, I see that happening a lot. And what's funny about what you just mentioned is I see it being regional. Uh, in other words, in a certain area, there's one big company, right? right. Um, like uh, where I'm from uh, in Minnesota, uh, we've got 3M uh, target, uh-huh and Anderson windows and okay. Anderson windows. Uh, they used to basically the, the part of the benefit package was stock in the company. Everybody right. wanted stock because Anderson windows just well, skyrocketed. It's one of the largest window companies in America and they're very profitable. So everybody, all the employees have tons of Anderson stock, same with 3M, same with wherever they where, whatever company is in your area. Um, yeah. uh, say, uh, in Ohio, if there's a regional company, it seems like the workers, like where half the town works for that company, yeah. uh, that's where you see a lot of those. Everybody's loyal to that company yeah. in that town. So then I see a lot of people owning like 80% of their portfolio or, or more is in that one company, which is great to support that company. And in a lot of cases in the long run, it's going to, it might work out. But boy, if that one company goes, I mean, look at Kodak. Um, yeah. Even look at IBM. These companies used to be uh, killer companies. Uh, Sears. Uh, where are we talked about Sears this morning. Yeah, yeah. where's Kodak <laughs> though? Like in Rochester, New York. So many people in Rochester area of New York had Kodak stock because that's where it was headquartered, yeah, right. their main plants. Uh, and then what happened to that yeah. stock? I mean, it, well, it ended we, up being worthless, and then uh, now they're gone. Yeah, we were talking about Sears this morning, and. Uh, it, it always boggled my mind. I'm like, how was Sears not the first Home Depot? I mean, right? They had everything. All they had to do was add yeah. wood, right? Yeah. I mean, or at least be second to the game and have been, uh, you know, Lowe's or something. But or uh, how was Sears not Amazon? Yeah, right, right. I mean, they, they, they had everything. I mean, they had Sears in online. the '60s. They had the catalog that had everything in it, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. but you know, Amazon and Walmart took over and Walmart's pretty much an Amazon. Now you can buy anything you want through Walmart's website, yeah. just like you do Amazon. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we have several companies, you know, big companies around here that people, you know, work like auto companies, right? We have Ford and, and yep. Chevy here and all the, other, and we had, a. I don't know. I don't think uh, Chrysler's still in town or uh, Dodge Chrysler, but like in uh, Columbus, we have nationwide. So there's a lot of yep. big companies in Ohio, but uh, Sherwin so, Williams, Sherwin Williams, it, it, which is a oh, great yeah, stock, and um, yep. and 3M is a great stock. You know, I I, I had sure. we bought 3M for clients as uh, as COVID hit um, because you know 3M provides the paper, the boxes, and the tape for Amazon, right? So so anything that has the Amazon effect you want to touch. So, you know, it's the boxes and all that kind of stuff. So, but I think the point is, like, get diversified while you can. Um, the markets are, are still pretty strong. And, um, you know, if we have a little bit of pullback, that's actually an opportunity to go buy in, right? So so when people have money on the sideline uh, waiting, you know, everyone's always waiting for the market to drop the buy in. 
But you, you know, you know those studies, and you've heard them. Uh, both Tonys have heard them about trying to time the market. It doesn't really work. You just gotta, you gotta be in. Um, I think there's one study that says if you miss the the last ten, the best ten days over the last thirty years, your portfolio is only worth a third or something like that. Yeah, what it could be. It really is. It's it's incredible. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, you just gotta be in. But you know, if you don't know what you're doing, this isn't something like. You wouldn't do your own surgery if you cut your hand, even though you could. But this is something you should go to a professional for. Hopefully, it'll come to us. But, um, but yeah, I, would, I wouldn't do this alone. Like, I wouldn't work on that uh, hybrid car. You have. Tony, yours is a hybrid or purely electric? Well, yeah, mine's different. It's kind of in between. The Chevy Volt uh, is actually always running off an electric motor, so it's not a hybrid. But it does have a four-cylinder gas generator okay. in it. So when the battery goes down, uh, the gas generator generates uh, power to the battery, uh, but it's constantly running on the electric motor, which is a little bit different than like a Prius or a hybrid. But yeah, uh, yeah, you you gotta you gotta know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I just I just want to put the gas in and step up. So I was in uh, I was in Florida a couple weeks ago on a little golf trip, and uh, we rented a minivan, and it was a hybrid, and I'm. Like I'm trying to start it and I'm like, I don't know how to start this thing. Like, I don't know, you know, and eventually like a minute later, my buddy next to me goes, let's just step on the gas and see what happens. I stepped on the gas and it went. So it was already on. So, you know, you, but you can't hear the damn thing. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I don't work on my cars, you know, everyone has their own bailiwicks. And so you really should hire a professional to do this. So, um, just like you would do with your taxes. Yeah. This is, yeah. this, this is important money. It's, you know, it's your money. It's, uh, um, no matter how much it is, it's important because it's yours. You know, people often ask, you know, do I, do I you have what you have? And you know, whether the magic number is a million, two million, five million, or a hundred thousand, there's no magic number. It's, you know, you just got to do the best of what you have. So, um, but we don't want to get too crazy because we do expect that the markets probably are not going to do as well as they did last year. Yeah. And I mean, one thing we've, uh, people seem to forget we've been spoiled over the last, well, we were certainly spoiled in 21. We average, historically throughout the market about three five percent corrections per year so i expect that and i think gradient expects that uh going forward in 22 as well and that and that's the norm it's there's nothing uh you know wrong with that or it doesn't mean anything i mean we have a lot going on like we said yeah. that's really the normal to be expected and, and people you know, i bring the roller coaster up thing all the time but you know, most of the roller coaster, and we have a great park here. I don't know if you ever heard of Cedar Point here, Tony. Oh, yeah. It's like, right. I mean, most roller coasters have more than one hill, right? So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's twists and turns, but at the end of the day, um, you just got to hang in there. But, uh, you know, you, you don't want to go in there blindly and you, you know, you want your, you want your safety harness on. And we have ways to, to do that either through um, using insurance products to create some safety or maybe some buffered products. So, um, yeah. Uh, anything, uh, we're about 20 minutes into this. Anything else uh, either Tony want to say before we wrap it up? Uh, no. Do you want to uh, mention anything about the books if, if uh, oh, yeah. I schedule an appointment? Yeah. So we have, I don't know, half a dozen books out there in our lobby and uh, that we've uh, uh, either written or co-produced. And uh, so if you guys come in, you're welcome to take a, a copy. We have uh, our first one was uh, back nine, I believe. And that's about uh, financial planning. And then we have rounding third, which is about um, estate planning. You know, being on third base, you're ready. <laughs> you only got that, that, one, 
that one leg left. But uh, <laughs> actually, someone said we should do a uh, a book on long term care planning called the Two Minute Warning. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe maybe we should do a book like that because um, part of our practice for uh, those listeners is we do a lot of we we hired uh, Matt. Uh, Snyder, he's another attorney that does elder law planning. And, you know, Tony, would you believe that statistically two out of three people over 70 will spend time in a nursing home? It's crazy. Uh, I mean, long-term care is becoming so prevalent. I mean, my mom and my mom has already been in and out of it. She was in it for a while uh, as more of a a rehab, um, you know, uh, Therapy. Nobody, nobody ever therapy. says it. Nobody says it's going to be me. Right. And it's right. never going to be me. Right. But yeah. I mean, two out of three, that's three of us on this. Two of us are going to spend time in a nursing home. And, you know, generally it's, it's a three year stint and that's, that's a $300,000 bill. So we, there's ways to plan around that and plan for okay. it. Um, but you know, so if you need that, that, that guidance, uh, you know, give us our office a call. Office number is uh 886 three five five zero and the uh, website's brooksidetax.com i uh, look forward to seeing you guys during tax season it's going to get pretty crazy and here's this tony's first tax season with us so hopefully he'll uh, he'll still be here in april and won't quit on us <laughs> maybe before then who knows yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so i mean our office gets pretty crazy because we probably have close to so in 10 weeks tax season about 10 11 weeks 10 and a half weeks we have probably 5,000 people coming out of the office. So, you know, part of it, like we're going to mask up. Everyone, we're asking everybody to wear their masks because it's, you know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of uh, airflow for, uh, you know, so sure. if you don't have masks, we have some, we have some come with our logos on it. So don't, don't feel fit. And we got all the sanitizers. We got air filtration. We got cleaning people coming in every day. So, um, so uh, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing it during tax season. So, Anything else, Tony or Tony, before we leave? Uh, I think I'm good. I appreciate uh, the opportunity today. Okay, Tony, you want to take us out? All right. Well, you know what, guys? Seriously, great show. Loved it. And uh, this has been a really good one. Uh, Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of The Road to Retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.